Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the new negotiators on the debt limit. Number two, George Santos faces an expulsion resolution. And number three, Republicans' latest policing legislation. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are all over the debt limit this week as the deadline quickly uh, comes to a head for Republicans and Democrats in Washington to raise the debt limit. We are in a new phase, though, as we see two serious negotiators on the White House's behalf start to engage. I wasn't here yesterday, Anna, because I couldn't find my recording equipment. But today I am here with my recording equipment. Uh, and we wrote yesterday in the top of the newsletter that they needed to, based on a lot of people we spoke to, they needed to change the format of these talks. They had too many people in the room. They had um, uh, and no real principle uh, on behalf of the White House. That's not to say Louisa Terrell, the director of legislative affairs, is not important. She is, but they needed somebody. The White House needed somebody who could make decisions on behalf of the president with the president's proxy, somebody who understands the the process and who understands Biden. They have that now. They have Steve Reschetti, the counselor to the president, who has been with Joe Biden for a very long time. And... Um, Shalonda Young. Now let's talk a little bit about both of these people. Uh, let's talk about Shalonda Young for the for the, most importantly. She is a member of Biden's cabinet. She also is the director of OMB. Most importantly, Anna. Most importantly, she has she worked on the House Appropriations Committee for a very long time, um, and she was the staff director for Democrats. Now, when you have a role like that. On Capitol Hill, when you're the direct, when you're the staff director of Approps, you know the budget and the appropriations process cold, like 100% cold, um, and that is very useful. I can't tell you how many people in the negotiations, and even Democrats, Republicans, both, who said if if uh, Shalanda Young and Steve Reschetti were in the room, we would be able to get this done. But but most importantly, Anna. They've also now shrunk the room to Kevin McCarthy's negotiators and the president's negotiators, which is what Republicans had been calling for for some time. Not unreasonably, by the way. It's not an unreasonable thing. You know, McConnell keeps talking about 2019 when there was the when there was a budget, uh, uh, sorry, a debt ceiling deal between President Trump and Nancy Pelosi. The negotiators were Nancy Pelosi and Stephen Mnuchin. Trump was didn't really know how to cut deals in, in Washington. Mnuchin didn't for that much. I mean, it didn't really either, but but that's a different story. Um, and and they got a deal done. That was what that was the the structure and and that people had been calling for that for a while. Now, Anna, let's stop there and talk about. Do you have any thoughts about either of those people or what they represent? <laughs> So many thoughts. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that Shalanda Young, I think not only is it important what you said, but I also think she also is trusted by a lot of Republicans, right? She's a known, to your point, she's a known figure on the Hill. She's somebody who people respect. I think that that's really important. And to the point of Steve Reschetti, you know, I, I think that this is this is the next phase, right? Like this is, people are getting down to brass tacks of what is the deal going to look like? They have 15 days. I mean, this isn't, there's not a lot of time to trade paper here. It's time to actually make some decisions and we'll see if these principles can get it done. 
Yeah, a, a few more thoughts now moving on to what they have to do. Now, everybody kind of involved here, and I've been saying this on the podcast and elsewhere for the last couple of days, but a deal, Anna, should not be that hard to come by because everyone kind of understands the contours here. Now, does that mean they will be able to get one? No, it doesn't mean that. But it does mean that people understand what will most probably be in the deal. Um, it will probably be budget caps, um, and it will probably be uh, permitting reform, and it will probably be reclamation of COVID money. Um, and the uh, the the big thing is now working, moving those dials to get something that is... Um, both fits the the debt ceiling increase and th- what Republicans want and what Democrats want. So I don't, I don't think this is very difficult to do. But in the time frame, it's extraordinarily difficult to do. So the the White House is going to have to work with McCarthy's team, McCarthy and Garrett Graves, the Louisiana Republican who is very close to McCarthy. So all of that together uh, makes this very difficult. And McCarthy said yesterday, "I'm not more optimistic." I mean, we got to do this in 15 days. That ain't easy. Um, but at least we have a format now that we could get this done, like a normal format, not some room with 15 people. And I don't. And I think that's important, Anna. It is. I mean, I think, listen, we, we're talking about the biggest questions here. To your point, I, I feel like everybody understands what's on the table. Everyone understands what they're trying to negotiate against. I think the biggest thing is what is the time Right? Is are we talking about uh, this is going to hike it till March? Is it going to be much longer? The biggest question is how does it move through Congress? Is it one joint package? Is it separate bills? I mean, there are details here that are really important uh, in terms of you know, especially those two key issues that we don't know and they haven't figured that out yet. So, um, going to be very interesting. I think also how much do Republicans? dig in on worker requirements uh, for social welfare programs. This has been something we've seen kind of being batted back and forth. Um, and McCarthy, the by day, the way, and McCarthy told me yesterday, that's his red line. He might come to sure, regret Sure, but that. at the he, end of the day, there's a lot of red lines. That. I mean, there's a yes. lot of times where yep. people say, this has to be in or it's not in, right? I mean, like, you know, let's just, you know, we'll see. I, I, I agree. I, I'm not saying that I'm he's not, not serious and he's not, I think he's being honest with you. I'm just, at the same point, Everybody has a red line until it's time to actually cut the deal. And if he gets a lot of every, everything else that he wants, we'll see if that, you know, is he really going to throw out an entire package based on that? Well, well see. I, I agree with you on that. Um, and I want to emphasize one thing you said. The Republican package to raise the debt ceiling, the one that's going nowhere and has no chance of being passed by anybody, is lifted the debt ceiling until March of next year uh, and cut roughly $5 trillion of spending. So that's a $1.5 trillion increase to $5 trillion in savings. If and So you have to assume, and McCarthy said this yesterday, if they want to hike the debt limit until 2025, what are they going to make them cut? What are Republicans going to push them to cut? Um, that's a big thing to keep in mind. And McCarthy said it's a dial, right? You hike it for longer, you want more savings. He's not going to get $5 trillion in savings. But just worth thinking about about that dynamic is very is very important shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with shipstation they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs 
So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. A A privileged resolution calling for a vote to expel indicted representative George Santos, of course, the infamous Republican from New York, Uh, is expected to be taken up by the House today, according to multiple GOP lawmakers and aides. This resolution, which is going to be introduced by Representative Robert Garcia of California, uh, would need a two-thirds majority vote in the House in order to expel Santos. That would mean at least 70 Republicans would have to get on board with booting Santos out of his seat. Hard to see that happen, but... Just another day in the drama of George Santos, Jake. Yeah, uh, this is not going to pass. McCarthy wants to table it uh, and move it to the Ethics Committee. Also, probably, I I don't know if that's going to happen. It it, it 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 might, depending on if McCarthy could get the New York Republicans in line. The New York Republicans have called on him to resign. McCarthy wants to push this to ethics. Um, Democrats, Hakeem Jeffries told us yesterday he's not interested in that. So we'll have to see how that happens. I don't think he'll get booted out of Congress. If they move to table this, which someone could do, I don't think that would actually, that would pass either. Um, but I, I actually view moving it to ethics basically as a, as a motion to table. So we'll have to see if New York Republicans follow McCarthy here. Unclear if they will. But um, listen, Santos has been indicted on 13 criminal counts. Um, uh, the institutionalists and McCarthy say, you know, listen, this is a... Um, this is a bad precedent to set to boot someone out of Congress before they've been convicted. The last time um, someone was booted from Congress was Jim Traficant 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. After he was convicted, before that, it was someone in the Abscam scandal who was convicted. And before that, it was the 1800s. So booting someone from Congress is not commonplace. And I just think it's important to keep that in mind. But People don't like Santos. Santos is a mess. I mean, his public comments, I mean, I think it's very clear that um, Santos's time in Congress will come to an end at some point. I don't know when that will be or how that will be. All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. A police resolution revealing GOP shifts on law enforcement. Late last year, incoming House Majority Leader Steve Scalise wrote to his colleagues about a package of 11 ready-to-go bills that GOP leaders plan to bring to the House floor in the first two weeks of 2023. Among that list was a resolution expressing opposition to dangerous efforts to defund and dismantle the nation's law enforcement agencies. But fast forward to this week, and the concurrent resolution is now being brought to the floor to coincide with National Police Week, with a tweak, Jake, instead of na- the nation's law enforcement, the resolution will vote on this week is now tailored to local law enforcement. A pretty big shift. Yeah, because there's a bunch of Republicans who want to defund the FBI. <laughs> and that's the, the we could keep this short, Anna. Uh, it'll pass, but it does reveal that that there's just a, a thirst in the Republican conference to, to, to defund the FBI. Probably wouldn't pass um, if it didn't have that, that language tweak in there. So... Um, not surprising. And and we've gotten flack from some Republicans for saying Republicans are moving slowly on some of these priorities. They are. Um, that doesn't mean they're not getting them done. And McCarthy never said he was going to move incredibly quickly on it. But he did said they would they had ready to go legislation. They didn't for the most part. Um, but this is an, an interesting um, reveal of what Republicans what's driving Republicans these days. 
All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to seeing some of you this morning at 9 a.m. at The Roost as myself and Brendan Peterson, our financial services reporter, interview Representative Nancy Mace about small business, her her take on kind of leading through COVID. Looking forward to that event. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also dive a lot deeper into all of these topics and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.